Now, it's well known that I like to collect magnets from all the states I travel to. I bring them back and Glinda puts them up on a magnet board and puts that board in a drawer inside the hallway closet. It's a fun way for us both to have memories of places we've been, but without having to clutter up the apartment, is what she says. So anyway, I was magnet hunting, and truth be told, I was craving a gas station breakfast taco. So on a recent trip to Biloxi, Mississippi, I decided to roll our rented Kia Optima into the Love's Establishment off Route 10. Love's has everything, and Love's is for truckers. I guess because they don't get a lot of love on the road, I don't know. I spent a summer as a lot lizard, and all I did was have nice conversations with older gentlemen inside a Subway sandwich attached to the main complex. The smell of that bread still conjures such strong memories for me. (laughs) Oh, youth. Anyway, the best part of stopping in this particular loves, aside from the number of keychains and bottle openers I could get with various insects inside them, and yes, I scored a beautiful Mississippi magnet, the best part was that they also had a cologne dispensing station in the bathroom. I had forgotten all about that. Just slip in a quarter and get a fine mist of Mississippi musk, southern soul fire, or destination unknown. I went for the musk, Natch, and when I got back into the car, uh, Galinda insisted I keep the windows rolled all the way down. <laughs> I started to think, what if I installed a bunch of on-demand essential oil diffusers in gas station bathrooms and rest stops across the country. Why, I'd be a millionaire, and weary travelers would have the opportunity to be energized and refreshed with one of my essential blends. Folks, if this goes the way I think it will, I may not be doing this podcast much longer. Riches await. But till then, it's time to roll up the windows and jump through the portal that leads us to the deep night. Oh, friends, yes, I still reek sweetly of Mississippi musk. It smells like molasses, silt, and a gambling addiction. And it's making it very hard to concentrate. I am Dale Seaver, your host, your spirit guide, and your strong-smelling companion through this next hour of regrets and revelations. We come to you tonight, as we always do, from the foul banks of the Gowanus, and we have another dispatch from the deep night for you today. A conversation with the great comedic actor Ann Carr. Let me say this about Ann. She made direct eye contact with me throughout the entire conversation. I think that may be a first, (laughs) and it was greatly appreciated. Anne has done so much good work, and it was refreshing to talk to someone who has taken a similarly circuitous path to the present moment, as I have. You can see Anne in the independent gems Fort Tilden, Women Who Kill, and Clara's Ghost, and the TV series Red Oaks. Look, I know I've talked about that series a lot, and I promise after this I'm going to stop talking about it. Uh, She's also been on Young Pope. How did that not come up? Anyway, uh, she's been involved with UCB. She has her own uh, web series, The Actress. Let's just go now. It's just a wonderful and warm conversation with the dazzling and uh, maintainer of great eye contact, Anne Carr. Anne Carr. Hello. (laughs) Hello. I must tell you what a delight it is to have you here. 
Why, thank you. It's, uh, I so admire <laughs> you and your work. So thank you for coming in. You're somebody who I feel like I, I've known just through social media, but forever, yeah. who's been out there doing great stuff Aww. and great projects. And we established, we did meet sort of in passing yeah. back there in the depths of UCB. Yes. Yeah. Before or after a show or something, yeah. there may have been a wig involved. <laughs> I'm sure there was. <laughs> or several. Or several. <laughs> um, now, I do think, though, that somehow the cosmos has made it so that this is the right moment for us to be together talking. Oh. Do you believe in that kind of a thing? I do. Yeah? Do you have some uh, crystals? <laughs> do you have some kind of uh, manifestation station? Do you have a wheel, a uh, shelf? What do you have? I have an app called CoStar that's really kind of negative, and I think I'm going to delete it. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm like, you know, at times when I'm lost, I'll, you know, be like, what's my birth chart say? Oh, that's what it, that's what it lays out? Yeah, it does lay out your birth chart, which is kind of nice. Yeah. Yes, yeah, so I was listening to my favorite podcast, Forever 35, <laughs> and she, one of our the hosts, Kate Spencer, um, likes a woman who is a astrologer, but like kind, she's very like esoteric about it, and it's very like you know, kind of it's more than just astrology. It's like you know. I don't know. It's deep. And uh, I can't remember. I can't recall her name right now, but I thought, oh, I should pay money to do a birth chart. And then I thought, nope, going to do a free one. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> There's a yeah. lot of information out there, isn't there? There's too much information out there. <laughs> That's right. And what, what can I ask what the sign is? Uh, I am. My rising sign is a Libra. There we go. My moon sign is Taurus. Interesting. I don't. Yeah. Apparently, they're very different signs. And I would think so. As a yes. Libra. Speaking oh, as a Libra. Libra I would say uh, you ch- try to get balanced, so you're always yeah, running constantly. from this side to the other. But I also confused. know the Taurus, uh, very hard-headed. Very hard-headed. No charging forward. Very emotional. Emotional. Yeah. And that, I relate to that. Yeah. <laughs> I think I might relate to that more than the other one. Yes. People mm. think that the Libra is perfectly balanced, mm. but it's always a just seeking balance. too far over this yes. way, and then I'll run back over this way. Yeah. And you never quite just get in the middle. Yeah. Sometimes. Maybe after a nice acupuncture session, I'll be in the (laughs) middle, but it doesn't last. (laughs) Now, what I do gather is that your journey through UCB is slightly Mm. different from a lot of other people in that, uh, and correct me if I'm wrong, but you didn't go into the the route of stand-up. You didn't necessarily end up as a talk show host or something, not a writer for SNL or one of these uh, deals. You really came out as an actor and a very fine actor at that. Thank you. Thank you. And was that the plan going in? I think... I don't have a plan, usually. It <laughs> <laughs> seems like the right way. Never do. Um, there was just, I need to, you know, I need to perform in some way and I need to express this thing that I have to say and this is the way I'm going to do it. I, I did take Harold classes and I was always so impressed by Harold and loved going to see really good Harolds. And But I felt so um, kind of stymied by it. Like I just have always been more drawn to um, character work. And I love writing characters and performing within those boundaries, but improvising within it. And yeah. Um, so all and of my to be stuff, clear, the Herald yeah. is the improv side that's of right. UCV. That's the improv. And kind of their bread and butter, yeah. I guess. And then the other side is, is Maud. Yes, that's I don't know what, if it's a side or not. It's but there's definitely another, another half, like Harold and Maude. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So yeah, there's the Harold is you know the long form that they do and that they're known for and that they you know built their theater upon. Right. And uh, it's it's incredibly you know wonderful and uh, and the Lloyd is another 
form. It's it's the Herald, but it's uh, I believe that those were so Herald is, are the house teams, and Lloyd was always at the Beast. So now I think those are moving to another. Um, yeah, everything's shifting. Up everything's over there. shifting up. Yeah. But uh, well, we'll talk a little bit about sketch yeah. maybe later. But uh, yeah, that, that was the thing that you were. So Mod was the... right, but but before I did Mod, I did a lot of solo shows there. I did oh. a lot of my own shows there. I did several spanks that never got to produce, be produced, and then I did a couple shows that were that ran, and it was me doing characters, and I would do these character these pe- people. I would write shows, and then I would do the shifts on stage, which I liked doing a lot. That was really fun you mean for you me. would change from one mm-hmm. character to another. Just uh-huh. on stage, yeah, in front of everybody. In front of everybody. We're talking about a scarf that moves from the neck to the head. No, like, <laughs> like clothes, like you know, the full like, clothing, or you know, like bits of clothing and yeah. a wig, or like yeah. just whatever accents, like you know. And I found that really, and people really liked that because I think you know when you leave the stage, especially on a uh, if you're doing it yourself, um, it's really jarring for everybody. Yeah, and, and then you got to play a video. There's got to be some weird you sound play cue. A video. <laughs> you just do. Don't <laughs> yeah. leave them alone. Yep. You got to hope that whoever is working tech yeah. that day remembers to put the yeah, right yeah. thing together. Yeah. You're like, oh gosh, that yeah. was sloppy, but okay. Don't yeah. judge me on my cues, on my transitions. <laughs> then you spend a lot of time with PowerPoint and Keynote, making uh, sure that that thing works the right way. Things that you don't really know or like. <laughs> That's right, but suddenly become proficient in. Oh, God. Well, I, I'm always a fan of somebody that does great character work. I just find it so difficult to even fathom oh, yes, how to I do can it. Imagine. Very, very difficult. <laughs> and to do it so seamlessly. Oh. My goodness, mm-hmm. right in front of somebody. It was fun. Yeah, yeah. I bet it was. Mm-hmm. I bet it was. But now, uh, going back, uh, was uh, it always acting? You grew up in Iowa? I did. A place I've driven through. <laughs> <laughs> Either on my way to Omaha or Minneapolis. Oh, yeah. Uh, some, somehow ended up there. And at the time of year I was going through, very green. Very uh, as as advertised. You got the corn. Got it. And that completes my knowledge of uh, <laughs> Iowa. <laughs> That's all you need to know. That's all there is. That's Just why you a got bunch out. of corn and pigs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Was it a farm uh, experience? It was sort of a dual experience. I grew up in the suburbs of Iowa City. Sure. Uh, and I and then Iowa City, and then my mom got remarried uh, <laughs> to a guy. Who lived about thirty miles out um, in, uh, in a farming community? I would say, yeah. But not a farmer himself. Not a farmer himself. No, suspect. an accountant. Oh, <laughs> oh very suspect. <laughs> <laughs> They've since divorced. So. <laughs> yep, yep. I could have told you that <laughs> just based on that uh, description. Oh God. Yep. Somebody wasn't happy. Uh, somebody wasn't <laughs> in the wrong environment. Yeah. Yep. Maybe all of us. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, farmers yeah. need accountants too. It's tough work. You know they do. Yeah. Uh huh. But man, that's a that's a that's a odd choice. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. You know, our parents, they just want to be happy, they right? They do what they do. They do what they do. Sometimes we're considered. Sometimes not. <laughs> <laughs> and oh, then Lord. the rest of it is just figuring out what what happened. Oh God. <laughs> Right. <laughs> uh, but generally, uh, it sounds like you had a lot to draw on in terms of uh, fueling characters and later comedy work. Yeah. 
I did. You you got out of there? Were you acting then? Did you do acting in the? uh, I did. You know, in high school, in my small Catholic high school, um, (laughs) where the what was it? The band and the choir teachers were like in charge of all of the stuff. So yeah, and they were really catty and kind of miserable people, and you know, like most drama departments in high schools, (laughs) just on a you know more yokel level. Yes, and also probably not in the place that they wanted to be. Probably not. Yeah. A little friction there. Yeah. Yeah, a bit. (laughs) (laughs) And were you doing really edgy stuff then? Uh, Yes, very edgy. (laughs) I was really pushing the limits. Yep, yep. (laughs) We're talking about an all-female Grease? What are we talking about? Um, Well, I did play one of the doo-wop girls in uh, Little Shop of Wars. There you go. There you go. Definitely born for that role. Yep. Um, Notoriously played by white women. <laughs> yeah. Oh God. Yep. Yeah. I have a character who is a uh, um, black culture appropriator. <laughs> so well, it gets tricky, doesn't it? I kind of. I guess that that might have fueled some of that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yep. It's, it's a bit tricky. <laughs> <laughs> yes. You know, I played Seymour. Now that you, 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 know, you mentioned it, how about that? Oh, yeah. Not to like one up you in the casting thing. You kind of uh, just did. <laughs> I like that show. I do, too. I wanted to be the plant, but they, oh, they gave me this other part. That's a good one. Yeah. I had to carry the show instead. Yeah. I did it. On most <laughs> occasions. <laughs> when called upon, I shall perform. Um, did you ever look back, though, at uh, that Anne, that uh, uh, Anne growing up mm. there, uh, doing the shows, doing whatever, and realize that uh, certainly you've grown, but you're not that different? Oh, certainly. Yeah. I'm not that different at all. <laughs> it's a little shocking. I haven't really grown it's at all. It's a little shocking to me. Mm-hmm. It happened to me just the other day because I was recalling uh, in uh, mm. kindergarten, St. Patrick's Day, which just, just rolled around. Oh, yeah. uh, St. Patrick's Day came. I woke up and I went into my my mother's uh, bedroom. I said, you know what? I got I to go to school dressed as a leprechaun. Oh. And God is bless her. She dressed me like a leprechaun. She came up with a leprechaun outfit and I went oh, to school gosh. there uh, all day. Uh, I don't think with a lot of comment, honestly, <laughs> but I went the whole day as a leprechaun. And sometimes I try to conjure the same confidence of that I chubby leprechaun that. of me yeah. as a five-year-old. It's kind of a, kind of amazing. Yeah, it is. I was just thinking, I don't remember, I never did ask to dress up like a leprechaun, but I was thinking. <laughs> There's still time, man. Recently, yes, there is. <laughs> there is. Um there's still time. Uh, yeah, I was thinking, gosh, you know, there are there there were some things I did that I just like can't wrap my head around. I mean, I can. I did them and I lived through that. But like that was cool. Like I can, you know, I think, yes, lately, I mean, I'm a parent. I've, I'm a new parent. I mean, he's newish. It's he's two and a half. So but I think um, there's a lot of um, there's a lot you go through mentally and you lose a part of yourself you absolutely do which is which is hard but also i don't know maybe you don't lose a part of yourself or you feel like you do you definitely have to give a lot to this other person yes but then the thing that happens uh, as i'm told yeah. is that you kind of see your own self reflected in the choices that this little person is making yeah. and you're like oh gosh <laughs> Yeah, lately he's been biting. So oh, well, God. maybe you, that's, you know, there's another factor in here, too. So it's not all on mm. you. But, I mean, sometimes as you see the child grow, you, you'll see who they're going to be. Because that's, that's my point of the thing is we, the five-year-old me is me. Mm. No matter the growth that's happened in between, I'm still, you know, happy dressing up and going out places yeah. and 
being ridiculous and seeing what happens. Yes. It's, I mean, and that's the part that's remarkable. Like, why, it was already etched then? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Where did that come from? I don't know. But with a child, you can see your own decision-making, like at the playground. Oh, someone's nervous about going down the slide. And you can, like, feel it, mm-hmm. right? You feel your own self standing there, uh, quivering, uncertain. <laughs> and you're like, <laughs> and just you, go down the damn slide. You push slide. the kid down the slide. <laughs> <laughs> so you come to New York after college, which was what, in D.C.? Mm-hmm. Were you doing acting in D.C.? Mm-hmm. That's another place I can't really grok. DC. What did you say, grok? Yeah. Oh. Like deep think. Oh, okay. You know, on a yeah. cosmic level. I, I don't have a sense of... Of Washington, D.C. I've gone there a couple times, yeah. but for, you know, inaugurations, yeah. uh, youth leadership training, yes. again, humble brag. But uh, <laughs> I, I don't, you know, school trips. Yes. See a museum. Yeah. But I, I don't have a sense of the community there. Do people live there? Yes. I know they do. Yes, they do. <laughs> they do live there. It's different, though, living on a college campus. I mean, you're That's so true. isolated. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I, I mean, I was kind of... I kind of went there because I was miserable. I transferred, and I was miserable, and I wanted to go to school close to where my mom lived. And um, she worked at the university, so I Perfect. went there yeah. to uh, George Washington. And But I was sort of – it was a lot of – you know, they're all people who want to be in politics or, like, foreign affairs and stuff. And there's this theater department there, but it's like, you know, the, the vibe is definitely not uh, – um, a of artistic, you know, artsy vibe. It's not an artsy college no, like no. you went to. Oh, yeah. yes. Yes, studying mold making. Yes. You could wear whatever you wanted. Right. Or nothing at all in some people's mm-hmm. cases. It was a real wild time. <laughs> it wasn't the suits. It wasn't the Brooks Brothers down there. Let's say that. Inappropriate for pouring bronze and whatnot. Yes. No, um, that would be messy. But really devoted. Where were you before? Where did you transfer from? Kansas. From Kansas. <laughs> Boy, really doing I, the heartland. I'm just, uh, yeah, yeah, I was like a typical Libra. I just was confused. Didn't, didn't know <laughs> yeah. which... Running this way and that, yes. trying to achieve the balance you now have. <laughs> <laughs> or have come closer to, or uh, are still in pursuit of. <laughs> so uh, so you, you, you're doing show, you feel like, I'm, I'm going to be an actor. I am an actor. Uh, let's, oh, yeah. let's go to... New York, where there's more of this artistic uh, stuff happening. Yeah. That's the that's it. Well, Again, I, don't I know you don't have I, a plan, but I did not have a plan, and I didn't know where to go. Uh, I didn't have like an impulse that New York was the place I wanted to be. Although I think I'd always been enamored with New York. But you didn't uh, want to stay in in DC. I did not want to stay no. in DC. <laughs> no. Uh, there, yeah, that was that was clear. But there was a kind of there was like a conservator like a summer conservatory program here, and I went to it at the at Michael Howard Studios, and I went to that, and that was great. And then my friend Zoe was like, "Why don't you just stay here? You know, if this is what you want to do." That was sort of how I decided to move to New York. <laughs> I was like, "All right, why not? Sounds good, yeah." And uh, well, it, and at that <clears throat> point, New York, what's happening? For me? Or in the city? In the city. Well, that was a long time ago. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> What's happening in the city? <laughs> I guess. Like, I didn't really partake of too much because I was so overwhelmed. You know, when you first move here, for me, it was just overwhelming. And I was trying to find a job and, you know, yeah. get 
and go, I went to a lot of studio classes more than I should have. And you're working? What are you doing for work during that time? Worked it. I worked retail. It was pretty awful. At first, I worked retail. And I remember calling my mom because I was running short on cash. (laughs) And she was, you know, I had to ask for money and and she was having a problem. You know, she didn't want, she was like, well, you should be able to do this yourself. I was like, mom, I just moved to New York by myself and I just got my first job. Can you, you know, this is hard. Yeah. Uh, and that was the only time I ever had to ask. But, yeah, it was – and that's I still pretty, look back at that good. and I was like, yeah, it was fucking hard. It's hard to, you know, to come here as a, a baby, really, or like a little person still out of college and yeah. figure things out. And had she ever had that impulse to do something? Had she ever had that experience? Very impulsive woman. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Incredibly <That's different>. impulsive. <laughs> a Scorpio, by the oh, way. Oh, <laughs> Uh, yes, incredibly Say no more. impulsive. Yeah, yeah. But had she ever done anything like that? Had the experience of moving somewhere and having mm, to kind of make it on your own? No. Oh, you see? No. Yeah. Yes. You yeah. see, Mom? <laughs> <laughs> this is just an opportunity no. to stick it to her. Yeah. I hope that's okay. I will make sure she hears this. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, I guess what I'm saying by, like, what is the, the thing here, how quickly do you understand that UCB is something that's going not on? Not quickly you, at all. Not Took quickly at all. a while. I didn't even know about it. Well, yeah. I don't think it was really a running th- – like a – I think they were still figuring things out. That's how long ago I moved here. I, I think they were still like performing as a troupe and like yeah. work. I don't think they had the theater. I don't know. And exactly. were you aware of even like comedy things happening? I mean, I always knew that I wanted. I well, I wanted to be. I think my. I think that my idea of being an actor was like. Franco Zeffirelli's Romeo and Juliet and like these, you know, these sort of grandiose, you know, I did play Juliet and Romeo and Juliet, not the humble brag. Yes. And, you know, I was like, you know, I was into this and I, uh, I really, uh, I, I think I thought that's the direction I wanted to go. But then I also had this side of me that was really goofy and um, silly and funny that my dad, that my dad and I, had a whole language around humor and, you know, that was how we loved each other and connected. And that was a big part of me. And I didn't really explore that as a performer because I hadn't done any comedy. There was, I had not done comedy in college or in high school. And, um, and then when I met my husband, um, so, okay. So the way that got rolling was I, he's a stand up, and we would get stoned together and, I would just go into these characters and, you know, and he was like, I think you should do something with this. You clearly have this part of you that needs to get out and that's, you know, creative and you should express it. And so um, he was going to this open mic at the time called Surf Reality, which was a really, you know, really great place to kind of um, explore and, and experiment. There was a lot of weird stuff that happened there and... But there was also just, you know, great comics and, um, you know, just fun stuff. And um, and so I would go there like every week and try work on these characters and just started, you know, just started performing that way, doing comedy that way. And, and then later, like maybe like five or six years later, I, I became oh, maybe a little earlier, I became aware of UCB and. I thought that was really cool what they were doing over there and wanted to take some classes. And, yeah. You know. But first I think I did some solo shows and then I took classes. 
of hero classes. Yes, and yes. then got woven into what they're doing there. Well, you need a place like Surf Reality where you can go up and just uh, yeah. try things. It's great. Be, be a little bit wild. And they were very supportive. Every uh, the whole the whole uh, vibe there was, you know, everybody's welcome and everybody's supported. It was nice. It That's was good. Because, baby steps. You know, yeah, it was definitely no. like. Sometimes people are not happy to see the character. I'm just Sometimes saying. Sometimes they're not. Some people are resistant okay. to the character. Yeah. yeah. Unless you fully are 100% committed <laughs> to I it. Yes. But, well, even I mean, then. Even then. Some people are just, just they don't not like it. going to like they it. They don't like it. And they I'll just, tell you this. I'll tell you this. Yeah. I once had to do a music video where I was dressed up like a robot. Yeah. I've never seen people angrier. <laughs> <laughs> and having to tell me, you're just a guy in a robot suit. You're not a real robot. Aww. A kid came up to me, punched me in the nuts. <laughs> I said, what What are you doing? He said, I want to punch in your people parts. It's like, what? <laughs> just embrace the reality. Like, just have some fun. You're a kid. Just have some thing. fantasy. Like, a, yes, it's cardboard and dryer mm. tubes. But what do you, why do you have to poke a hole in this? What happened to you? Just people upset. And that's what I mean. People, not not everybody's ready to that embrace hurts. it. Yeah. Um, and then you get, I think it's always amazing when I talk to some of the kids that, because uh, I probably have a couple years on you or, you know, we're, we're, you know we're floating out there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> some of the other people I have come in here that have just, you know, just entered in mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. ascended mm-hmm. quickly. <laughs> I, I say, well, how, did you always know about used to be? Oh, yes. I would come in here as a teenager or whatever. Yeah. I'd take a bus. And I, it's, it's remarkable to me because it wasn't anything. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't anything. Nor did I know to even seek that out. Yeah. Right? Like I fell in with some sketch people out in San Francisco, but that was quite by, you know, happenstance, just my social circle. Yeah. They were doing that was really more the theater track yeah and has been all along but these uh, the, i mean good for the young kids yeah great just, for just them find it. they just they were born in the right time born, born <laughs> in the right time <laughs> we have things to offer too we have Anne. lots of things to offer <laughs> that's one of my mantras you have things to offer <laughs> someday they're I'm gonna figure it out <laughs> um well, and uh, as I said, I liked the sketch side, and you said you were uh-huh. you gravitated towards sketch. Yes, and that to me seems to be a kind of like home for theater-minded people. I mean, mm. in my bones, I'm still a theater guy, mm. you know. And that it's like little plays, little fast plays. Yeah, and every line matters, every performance matters. Yeah. It all serves the joke. Mm. It's not willy-nilly. Uh, you know, now I'm on a spaceship, and let's have some fun. Right. <laughs> Which is me describing improv. That's improv. (laughs) 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 Willy-nilly. But it makes sense to me that you would be drawn to that. And uh, really, a lot of the sketch folks, not to generalize, a little bit better adjusted. Yeah, well, it's true. Yeah, because you have to work together. I mean, mean, improv, you have to work together, too. I get that. Yeah. But I think it's also stand up and some of the other things. I think it's also I what I've observed is there's a chemistry, yes, that just is magical, and some teams have it and some teams don't have it. (laughs) Yeah, I like watching the ones that don't have it. Oh, me too. (laughs) (laughs) And when I took classes at UCB out in Los Angeles, uh, and I learned to say yes and yes for three thousand dollars, it was uh, (laughs) you got some people in there. You just thought, my gosh. Where where do you live the rest of the time? Mm-hmm. Just under a rock. Mm-hmm. Just some of the – I'll say it. Some of the worst people I've ever encountered. Oh, <laughs> encountered. gosh. And, and more than just like yeah. 
I mean, odd just and unhappy, uncomfortable, unhappy, not nice, and not funny. Not funny. Not funny. This is this is my theory about those people, and tell me if if I'm correct or incorrect. But there's a lot of people that come to improv because they want to like be better at public speaking or at their job at an office. It or feels forced like they upon They want to express that part of themselves, yes. and then they if they have trouble doing that because they're so, um, you know. They're so good at math. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yes. I don't and, know. No, look, my I mean, heart is big. I can embrace the, the mm-hmm. awkward kid mm-hmm. that is just mm-hmm. into IT and video mm-hmm. games and needs to yeah. socialize and perform yeah. with others and Absolutely. Get out of the and world. there's a lot of great improvisers who got in that way. Sure. For yeah. sure. But sometimes they're just, you know. This yes. particular class was disappointing. It's also sad <laughs> because I. Um, I'm sorry. <laughs> That's okay. It's, there were some bright spots. Too. I've had that experience too. Great, great yes, people. Yeah. But just a couple of them, you just uh, thought, yeah. oh my gosh. Yeah. And then you see why we're in the situation we're in politically. It's oh, those for people. For God's sake. Oh my God. <laughs> Generalizations. Oh Jesus. All over the place. But you know what's what's what occurs to me about those people and it makes me sad when you're like, God, some people are just not funny. Yeah. I kind of. I don't know if that's true because I feel like all kids, all kids are – that's their language. They love to speak in humor. They respond to humor when they don't want to do something. If you find a way to joke around it, then you can get them to do many, many things. Yeah, Like kids love to be funny and silly and I feel like our world crushes that in people. Like our, our school systems and our – you know, the way we – Inculturate people and everything, all of that. It sucks the, you know, just crushes spirits. So I, and you know, having worked in corporate America, I yeah. have experienced that feeling firsthand, as many, many, many people have. So I can, I really empathize and I connect with the feeling of like, I need to get out of here and express myself, or I need to find something to feel to tap into that person that I know I have inside of me, you know. Everybody mm-hmm. does. Even, you know, okay, maybe not yeah. them, but. <laughs> <laughs> There's a few There's that a I'm few. questioning Jesus. <laughs> about. Yeah. But that's why we're in the joy business, aren't we? Bringing joy to people. Yes, it's actually. It's a good role to play. Yeah, it was sometimes, you know, I feel like hokey saying something like that. or But it, you have to have a purpose in life and embrace it, you know. That's the path I've chosen. Yep. You know, joy, you know. You know, reaching out in empathy to other human beings, trying to spread a little bit of that in the world. It's dearly needed right now. It's badly, badly needed right now. So I think there is, yeah, there's Uh, that's a real thing. It's a real real legitimate thing. I'd rather spread joy around than a bunch more plastic or something. You know? You know? (laughs) There you go. (laughs) I want that on a t shirt. When you boil it down. (laughs) Spread joy, Uh, not plastic. I mean, hey? all right, I'll give you 50% of those. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, uh, and uh, in the course of doing all the things that you're doing and finding your way in this, you, you produced a series called The Actress. Yes. Which yes. is about your, mm. I imagine, your uh, experiences, mm-hmm. your encounters with mm-hmm. some of these odd characters. Uh, because as we're talking about, you just think, you, you interact with people who are from all different. <laughs> Parts of the, I mean, some are spreading joy a little too thin. Some are trying to find it. Some love plastics. Let's face it. Um, it's a, a wonderful series that I haven't watched it, all of it, but I watched a sizable chunk of it. 
Well, thank you. And uh, it's just delightful. Yeah. Uh, and uh, thank you for that good Is that still going? How many did you do? You just three it's, seasons. We've done three seasons. I mean, it's still going in the sense that it's online always. But, uh, you know, I think uh, a lot of people have been like, well, what's happening with that? Are you going to continue it? And it's not totally out of the question. But <clears throat> I think Warren and I, who I co-write it with my husband, um, he and I are both, you know, Parenthood is like a you know full time job, so we're we're momming and dadding real hard. Yeah. And the web series is one of the things that might oh, be first to go. Yeah, I mean producing on your own oh. and all that raising oh. funds on your own oh. took it out of us. It's, the third season bad, was the best. News. Was so good and like yep. the production value was great because we'd had a Kickstarter and everything, and it was so gratifying. But, um, yes, we need to get our ducks in a row and decide what the next – I've been working on something about being a mom, and I really like it. But I'm – you know, I as we've discussed, I don't really have an idea. Like I started writing it as like an exercise because I needed something outside of myself and my kid. And mm-hmm. got to do it, man. You know, <laughs> it was just like, you know, going down that – you know, if you're down a dark hole, yep. it's hard to pull yourself out. Sure. Mm-hmm. Yes, I've been in many So holes. many of them <laughs> so many times, so frequently. <laughs> yes. Um and um and I needed to, I needed to do it. Uh so I just started writing 7 minutes a night and then it like kind of after 7 minutes you're like, "Oh, but I want to explore this part of this." I have no idea where this script is going, but I like it and I like writing it. That's an so exciting uh, time to be involved. Yeah. I mean, that's the exciting part of it, I think, is actually figuring it out. Yeah. I mean, hopefully yeah, who knows? Because anything could happen at this stage. <clears throat> anything uh, could happen. I'm not the best at um, <laughs> propelling things, but I just like the process right now. That's fine. That's yep. just fine. Uh, I am uh, nodding in agreement mm-hmm. because I relate to that mm. uh, propelling thing. And then I try to reach out to other people who I think, oh, that would be great to work with them. And maybe yeah. they can lift this thing. And then sometimes they want to do it. Sometimes, sometimes they, they don't. Sometimes. sometimes they say, what's your budget? And you think, oh, right. I don't have one. Right. There is there is nothing. It's in it's sort of in a cloud right now. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's evolving. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. evolving. It's a work in progress. Oh, yeah. God. No, I think I did four or five episodes of a web series. Yeah. Which was great fun to do. Yeah. <sighs> oh. But uh, but to do it again? Oh yes. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. What web series was it? It was called Spending Time With, and I would just invite people. i say, what would you like to do for the afternoon? Oh, and we'd great. go out and do different things. Oh, it's so, your web series, too. Yeah, okay. yeah, it's mine. Okay. Uh, I've got to check it, it out. It's surprising you haven't heard of it, but <laughs> <laughs> I can't. I can't. Oh, it's this year. Zameda and I did – we did um, – uh, we went to the – what's it called? Acrobatics. Kind of – well, we did aerials. Aerials. You know, on the hoop. Oh, yeah. We tried – she wanted How to take that? a – very difficult. Yeah. Very difficult. I'm a larger fella and lifting myself into a mm. hoop suspended above the ground. Yeah. Far more challenging than I, than I thought. Yeah. And uh, Chris Gethard and I went around New Jersey. Oh, yeah. And, uh, you yeah. know, stuff like that. Oh, fun. It was a good, it was a nice time. But, you yeah. know. I do. It's a lot of work. And other things take, uh, take up your time. It's a lot. And then you also have to deal with the inner demons and then you're just like... Do I even <laughs> want to get up this morning? <laughs> and the thing about collaboration is that it's never exactly what you thought it was going to be. Oh, yeah. You know, from any oh, point yeah. of it, you think, okay, and you tell somebody, I'm, you think, I'm communicating clearly. This is one of my skills. Mm. And then something comes back and you mm-hmm. think, okay. Well, <laughs> guess not. I guess I can work with this. <laughs> but uh, plus, then 
Then, oh, with the actress, though, yeah. I like it because it also gives so many uh, other performers this wonderful opportunity to create yeah. a character. And because a lot of it is you interacting with maybe one other person, mm -hmm. and that other person is just, uh, you know, wildly off. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> In a great and funny way, yeah. you know. Yes. Whether it's an agent or... Yes. Uh, a lot of those, those are... Yes, I... I, I, I wrote. A, we wrote a lot of characters that were were a lot of fun for 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 them to play, and I, and I f I felt really good about that. And I think that the character that I played, Hannah, had a lot to react to, and it was an interesting exploration in someone's passivity, which is something I don't know anything about. <laughs> you know, somebody's inability or discomfort in confrontation, and and you know, sticking up for themselves and yeah. yeah that's the worst i don't like to i don't like the confrontation i yeah i have real problems yeah yeah real I'm avoidance trying, of that trying it's a work it's definitely something i i'm i feel like it's a a lifetime kind of thing i'm learning that's going to take my whole life to like figure <laughs> out <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> oh yeah the last gasp yeah. you'll get it <laughs> um and you uh um you had Michael Seal Creighton on there too, didn't yes, you? Yes, yeah, he's yeah, great. You he did is. one of the first episodes of this show. Oh well, yeah, when we were still in one of the many basements we've been doing <laughs> doing the live shows. Um, plus, then in addition to everything else, you got a career, and you're managing that, uh, going out on the auditions and yeah. all that, which is my favorite experience, hands it's down. So I love it. It's <laughs> so good. It's so nurturing. <laughs> So positive. I just get a I get a real jolt of joy every time I go out on one. That's the thing. That's like a joy crystal. Oh, yeah. Just run over and touch it. <laughs> get charged up. Oh. Uh, the thing I love about it though, and I don't understand how people tell me, because you're you're a working actor, you do this stuff. Well. Because I I have stopped doing the for on camera kind of a thing. Okay, right? I well, do even the... a very sonorous voice. Dale. Well, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so it, tell some of the yeah, <laughs> the okay. people that are casting the darn okay. thing. Oh, yeah. uh, but you know, I, I do the I did some voiceover stuff, mm -hmm, mm -hmm, and it was mm -hmm. great, very nice and lucrative. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. We're almost spent all that money now, mm -hmm. but uh, I, I do one or two of them a day. Mm. And I send it off into the wherever they go, mm -hmm. and whether it gets listened to or not, mm -hmm. I never know. Yeah, but fine. But the in-person ones, mm -hmm. I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it on camera. The on camera. Yeah. And and I see people, and I know that because you talk in the. I don't like to talk in the waiting rooms, you know. And hey, this I and that. But some you. people talk anyhow, and yes. you have to engage. Yes, with them. and you must engage. <laughs> and with you them. must, and you find, oh no, they have a house in New Jersey, and uh, they spent the whole day coming in. Uh, and it's how long is a session in the yeah, booth? Yeah. Twenty seconds. Yeah, you get two passes at the line, yeah. and then that's it. Yeah. Do, do you line up multiple auditions for the day? I'm oh, asking you. Do I? Yeah. I mean. I wish Can I could you? do that. <laughs> it's so that's just horrible to me that you you got to take some kind of train in. Yeah, you leave whatever you were doing. Yes. in Maplewood. But see, mm -hmm. well, we do not live in Maplewood, and we live <laughs> no, in Brooklyn. No. But yes. yes, for me, it's like my chance to get away from the baby. <laughs> so I'm like, yeah, let me go. See ya. <laughs> See ya. Happy to but, do it. Yes, I'm yes. very, I'm very, I'm, I'm very happy to be here. Yeah. 
But yeah, I, I hear that. I, what was your? I mean, beyond the waiting room and and uh, the uh, and the inconvenience of of leaving your uh, whatever you're leaving, what was it that <laughs> <Yes>. you know? <laughs> what was it that you? Was it also just the the experience of dealing with with that with commercial copy or or with legit or you know film TV copy or just it, it's just the, the reje- casting directors, just the, rejection the constant part. rejection. Yeah. Do you, <laughs> <laughs> One of my mantras, I was like, I'm going to make this a mantra. It is, I'm just going to just keep getting rejected. And each rejection is like a great, you know, it's like a chance for me to like, just be stronger. <laughs> I mean, like, there's great if you can turn that around. something wrong with me. Um, <laughs> there's something wrong with that. <laughs> or is there? I don't know. But yes, uh, it's the constant rejection is definitely, it's, it's a... Uh, Based on physical appearance alone. It's not normal. <laughs> often. Because you're in a room, everybody oh, sure. looks just like oh, you. Sure. And you think, oh, okay, yes. this is what the deal is. This is, one, yeah. how people see me. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. then two, this is, uh, it's, uh, it's and all... then, you, you, then you don't get it. I li- lost yeah. the thing just in my stomach alone. You just had to look disappointed with your stomach. Let me tell you something, what? man. I can look disappointed with my stomach. It was, I had to like, like exhale. Oh, oh. And and okay. I didn't get that. I thought, well, yeah. you know, it went from like full body to just like, yes. <laughs> you know, I got it just got closer and closer. And once I lost that, I said, Forget like, I'm this. sorry, my stomach wasn't expressive <laughs> enough. Yeah, it didn't and, show you the. I mean, like, that's where that's on a that's where your head gets like, uh, you know, you <laughs> yes. get, it gets a little yes. If you reject up. the voice, okay, yes. what do I care? But my stomach. <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah. Somebody no. told me on a. I did book it. It was a. It was for Crest or some. I was from. I don't even know. It was some tooth thing, tooth paste, tooth whatever. And they were like, "We you almost didn't book this part because of the gap in your teeth." And I had never really noticed the gap in my teeth. I was like, I "Guess I have a gap. I guess I do." Jesus. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, there's so much stuff that I don't book, and who knows why. And it is physical, but I think it's also just a million other things that it's are out of your control, and it's 100%, just insane. A hundred percent. It's insane. Yes. It's like they went to school with the guy that they're yes. ultimately going to bring oh, in or something. Oh, that too. Oh, yeah. There's all that. There's a whole bunch of that yeah. stuff. Um, but uh, I always like to see you because you, you pop up on commercials here and there. Yeah. And I'm always happy. Oh, my <laughs> gosh. There's Anne again. She's still out there doing it. God, it's, it's impressive. Um, and one of the things that you came up recently, on, and I want to talk about, is this show, um, uh, Red Oaks. Yeah. Because I think you're the reason I even knew this show existed. Oh, really? I think you maybe mentioned that you were on it, and then I thought, oh, this is one of those shows that's going to bring in all these New York actors. Mm-hmm. And I was right. It did. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I assume it shot locally. It did. Um, and I'm slow to add streaming services mm. to my entertainment options, so forgive me for being a few years behind on this mm. whole thing. But I had Maria Dizia on the show. Oh, she's and brilliant. Brilliant. And we had a great time. And then I realized she was in the in yeah, the Red she... Oak, so I went and watched. I wish I had seen that before we talked because I would have had some questions. But uh, it was great to see her. And, and you show up and you have a, a, a big arc on that, I do. on that show. Thank you. It's on Amazon if yes. people want to watch the thing. Very happy about that. Um. Uh, just that that show though. Can we just say, struck my like emotional center. Mm-hmm. I didn't expect that to happen with that show, uh, because I don't know. I don't. I, I, it's not exactly my targeted at me for you know country clubs and all that kind of thing. Yeah. But um, it, it's I don't know if I, I talked to Maria about. It. I, I I emailed her and said, boy, you're great in it. That show really gets to me. And she said, well, we're of the age. Yes. Where that's the nostalgia it. Yeah, really hits. It really resonates. And it's. <laughs> 
That's what go. it is. There I you think go. it is. I remember the first episode, I was like, oh, this is so good. Why do I like this so much? I was like, oh, yeah, music, right. all of that stuff, right. all of the pop culture references. and But then it also has that element, that human element of, you know, the coming of age. and Yes, and it was really like our coming writing. of age. Yeah. Again, yeah, you know, that's maybe right. there a few, give sure. or take a few years, but like yeah. really – Gosh, it had every all the all the elements, yeah. and they take them in surprising new ways, which is great. I mean, yes. I think that's why it's effective. It's not just your stock characters doing the stock thing, but the, in that '80s kind of way, yeah, uh, it really spoke to me. And um, uh, well, you and you're great in it. Thank you. And you play a kind of uh, lesbian yoga teacher. Yeah, sort of of the earth, you know. Yeah. Yeah, yes, it's very oh, very centered and in herself, not like me at all. <laughs> Um, and, and you were pregnant for part of it. Well, so that was really cool because they didn't know I was pregnant when they asked me to come back on for the second – I think it was the second season. Yeah. yeah. And that um, when they asked me, I, I you know, told them I'm pregnant and I will be seven months pregnant when we're shooting. <laughs> and they were like, oh. And then, um, okay, well, we'll get back to you guys about that. And then they were like, we're going we're gonna to rewrite her stuff. That's amazing. You. Yeah. We're gonna we're gonna you know we had written we had written something in mind with you know without you being pregnant and now we're gonna just work it out and it was so I loved that I mean that I got to work and also that you know it just was so affirmative for women and 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 pregnant women you know I think I feel like there's such a stigma and I didn't really realize it I mean I did but you know if you're not pregnant you don't really deal with it right um, but as a woman. You know, I was aware. And then when I became pregnant, I was like really freaked. And that was also part of the reason I probably held off getting pregnant. Well, that and money. <laughs> so it was a thing. <laughs> um, but I was like, oh, you know, I don't want to lose work. And it was just an amazing affirmation. And it was also just also why do we – why can't pregnant women just – why can't we just like show the belly? You know, why does she have to be ha- – hiding behind a desk or something like (laughs) don't you know right let's just show like we're you know it's like victorian england or something like just show the babies show the body the baby's in there is a baby in there this woman is a sexual being you know we're all having sex right you know it was just it was nice it is fun to watch something like a new girl or something and see how many times they have the big purse where they're like (laughs) oh this is just a like a three-quarter shot or whatever you call that. Oh, is that? Okay. Did, was somebody pregnant on that? And they, yeah, that's how the, they handled Zoe it? Zoe Deschanel oh, was pregnant was. for a season, so she got jury oh, duty for yeah. a while. And then she was – the rest of the time she had to – she was always mm-hmm. appearing from you know, oh, the neck oh, up yeah. practically or the carrying a handbag. Yes. You can see it with yeah. – I mean, we all know what's going – it's yes. a curious choice. It is. Well, I, yeah, I guess they didn't want to deal with her – maybe they didn't want to deal with her character getting pregnant. Or... It's a weird story. It doesn't line up with the fictional with... world. Okay. So yeah. I understand, but mm-hmm. also it's – we all know what's happening. Yeah. <laughs> it's fun to watch for yeah. that. But you got to uh, sort of um, mm-hmm. ease Jennifer Grey into her uh, uh, new sexual – being, yes, I guess post divorce, yes, as the character, whatever her character's mm-hmm. name was, I can't recall. But uh, that must have been kind of exciting. You talk about eighties nostalgia. She's the best part of oh, Ferris God. Bueller's Day Off. I geeked out so hard. Did you? <laughs> I was like, that's what I wanted. That's to such ask. a geek to her. She's like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, you have to Ferris Bueller's, but also Dirty Dancing. Also Dirty Dancing. I mean, Dancing, that was yeah. you know, as a girl. No, I know that speaks to the. Oh yeah. God, yeah. I mean. 
Yeah. So she was so such a badass. I mean, she was like not a badass, and then she like, but then she embraced herself. I mean, like self. All girls like yeah. want, you know. I can, you know, like they're, you know, not comfortable with themselves, and that was addressed. And she just is so good. She's so good. Yeah, yeah. and fun to work with, and, I imagine, and really fun to work with. Yes, very just funny. A pro. Huh? Just a pro. Just a pro. Yeah. Nailed it every time. She's so good. Richard Kind. Richard Kind. I mean, how can you not love that guy? <laughs> you just, yeah, he's lovable. Right. Is he? Very. I want him to uh, be. I don't want him to be a monster. He's a, he's a sweet man. He's, yeah. <laughs> he's a sweet man. Okay. Good. Yeah. <laughs> good. <laughs> well, there's a scene in that thing, and I was talking to uh, Jenny Gorlick, who's a young comedian doing a lot of stuff in the city. Yeah. Like shows every yeah. day. Yeah. <laughs> Something, and I was telling her, there's a scene in that show, and it's just a parking lot in the morning, and I can smell it. I can smell the scene. I know what that. You know, I grew up in fields uh, for um, uh, car shows, flea markets. Second, like I know what it's like to be awake early in the morning and be in a parking lot and smell blacktop and hot summer air in New Jersey. It was beautifully done. The lighting is perfect, and I think now I just have this greater sense. Maybe it's what Maria had mentioned. This nostalgia thing, I think about anything that happened in my past. I'm on the subway. I'm on a Ferris wheel. Wherever it is that I'm thinking about this, tears immediately oh. start happening. Is that happening for you? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> you think about something from your past? You know. Like if we were talking and I started thinking about that leprechaun story, tears. Aww. It's like I'm on an airplane all the time. Yeah. I, I hear I Aww. <laughs> Do you um do you mean when you when you that 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 the show kind of brought that about or that you yeah kind of I opened that door for you? I would weep after watching that show. Yeah, but like not in your daily day. You're not like falling apart every time. No, a lot of, of the time. Yeah. Yes, in my daily day. Well, that's interesting. <laughs> the nostalgia just hits me for all that which has happened so yeah. far and which we'll never have an, uh, oh never have goodness. access to again. <laughs> you know, I do find myself when I'm. When I'm emotional, it does happen a lot on the train. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I have to say, I think since parenthood, I'm a lot less of a mess because I can't be. You know, I, I, I don't cry as much as I as I used to, and that's maybe not a great thing. I also lost my dad like two months into having my son, and that was I'm like to hear that. pretty. Yeah. And then also it was right. Around, look, Trump had won. Oh yeah, right around that time too. It was right before my dad died, and my dad died out of nowhere. It was not like a, there was nothing, you know. It was just out of nowhere, and I think that that like really drained a lot for me. Like I just absolutely, and so I, it's that, but also just not wanting to go back to that place, you know, not wanting to to feel all those feelings. Yeah, which is. Not healthy, <laughs> which is not healthy well, at all. But, you know, sometimes I'll just watch something that I know is going to make me cry because I need to cry. You need the release. Yeah. Yeah. Did you see Eighth Grade? No, I didn't. Oh, God. It's one Brutal. of the ones. It's going to get me. <laughs> it's going to get you. Yeah. It's so good. Oh, my God. Also, Pen15. Amazing. It's oh, yes. Blue. I've heard. I've oh, heard. Oh, it's good. No, it's I... really good. Those ladies are remarkable. 
Yeah, I have to they tune in and see it. Really special. It's eighth really grade. Good. That was okay for me. I did an okay. I was okay in eighth grade. Uh, it was all a nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> it was a nightmare. Oh, I'm sorry. It was really bad. I'm sorry. Yeah. I had a I had a decent time, but I wouldn't good. go back. Good. Yeah. Oh God. <laughs> but I, I know uh, what you're, you're you're speaking to. Uh, I th- I think it's now I don't know 23 years or so since my mother passed, I'm and sorry. I still. Still can go right back to it. Yeah. 23 years, Dale. That's a long time. It's a long time. To be without your mom. Yeah. Yeah. And so I think when I think back on anything that happened, it's like, oh. Yeah. It's tied in with your mom for sure. I I think so. I think so. Yeah. It must have some element of that too. Yes. So it was right around the time you like were becoming an adult. Yeah. Yeah. Tricky. Tricky. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, still dealing with it. (laughs) I would imagine. Uh, It almost makes you want to create, I don't know, a persona where you can slide into that and just disappear (laughs) for a while and have some lively conversations. (laughs) (laughs) Unless there's somebody opposite you. (laughs) Let's explore that. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, But it happens when I'm on the airplanes. I watched the Katy Perry documentary, Cried. Some years Katie ago now, I know it's a few years a few years back. But I'll watch anything. I like to watch the classic movies on the show on the plane. Oh yeah, what like what ones? I watched Sunset Boulevard on there, oh. as it was intended to be seen. As it was intended <laughs> <laughs> on a small oh. back of the. You think Wilbur and Orville when they were up there in Kitty Hawk? You think they got a little teary? Uh, you know, I don't know if I've seen Sunset Boulevard. Oh, that's the, I mean the inventors of the airplane. Oh, oh, the Wright yes. brothers. Oh, the Wright brothers. Yeah. I love that you know shifted, their proper names. Shifted gears. <laughs> <laughs> Wilbur. <laughs> what was the other ones? Orville. Orville. Yeah, yeah. Apparently, I have a uh, an an aunt by marriage, a great aunt by marriage, who's they were her her uh, like godparents. Interesting. Yes, a French woman. Free flights. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's what, that's what the, although. Oh, most yeah. French women get a free flight. Mm-hmm, you know what I'm <laughs> I don't know what I mean by. I really, genuinely don't know what I mean by that. Okay. Oh, anyhow. Uh, yep, yep. 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 Time marches on. We think about the past. We yep. get sad, but we we keep trying to find joy. Yeah. Yeah. It's like a you know constant thing. <laughs> Just keep it trying. Is. It is. Well, what's on the horizon, Anne? Uh, what's coming up? Are yeah. you still involved with UCB? I would say I am, but I, but I, I'm not seeking out any new shows. But yeah, like from time to time, I'll get together with a with someone from UCB and be part of a show, or you know, I've got something coming up. Jay Malski, do you know Jay? I know, I know who. Yeah, who is, yeah. he's doing some show, and I'm going to play Kellyanne. Um, I did oh. the Kellyanne show there for about a year. Oh yeah, I played Kellyanne Conway, and it was really fun. And so I'll Gosh. play her. What a yeah. what a what a person! Yes, what a demon! <laughs> a demon <laughs> a is demon a good. Demon and a ah, yep. Ladies. Yep, it's needed. It's needed. Really. What we're doing? Yeah, it what is. you're doing? <laughs> it is. I truly believe it. Yeah. I know you do too. Yes. Yeah. You have to. You gotta. Yeah. Anything on the horizon? Yeah. That's it. <laughs> that, this, Check so out my show. web series. <laughs> Watch Red Oaks. Do a deep dive. Red Oaks. Oh, Women is... Who Kill. Women Who Kill. Yes. Which is what again? It's a film that I'm in, that yes. I'm lead in, and it, it premiered at Tribeca in 2016 and won Best Screenplay. Fantastic. And it's a really good movie. Can it's you stream streaming that? on um, on Amazon. Oh. Yeah, I think you're going to like it, Dale. 
It's real good. I'm going to get it's into it. It's real good. Yeah. <laughs> Do I need a, a cup of tea with it? What should I have with it? Um, yeah, a cup of tea would be appropriate. Okay. I play a, a woman who does a, who, who does a podcast with her ex-girlfriend about lady killers. Oh. Ladies who are lady killers. Yeah. Wait, not necessarily. No, lady. Yeah, lady killers in the sense that they're ladies who kill. Women yes. who kill. Well, you know, we had uh, Tori yeah. Telfer in here not long ago. Do you know her? I don't. She oh, wrote, does she? Is she, she wrote one the, of the book podcast? Lady Killer. Oh, she did. Okay. Yeah, she has a podcast about lady killers. Okay. All right. Well, I should <laughs> tune in. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. See how see if she's uh, how close it is. Yes. To what you? I'm wondering portrayed. if Ingrid might have researched a little bit. Possibly. Yeah. The book is great. Yeah. If you uh, want to, you know, Check off your husband. <laughs> There's some, a lot of good blueprints in there. Some days. <laughs> <laughs> well, Anne, it's been terrific having mm. you here. Thank you yeah, so what much. A joy. Um, I wish you continued success in everything you. you do. You too. All right. We'll talk to you soon. Okay. She's the real deal. My thanks to Anne for coming on the show. Uh, I need to wash this cologne off. So let's go to a personal reading this week. It goes out to Cheryl Derry of Adiposo, Illinois. I think it's also I what I've observed is that there's a chemistry yes that just is magical and some teams have it and some teams don't have it and lucky numbers this week are 2020 because we need to stay focused on that as the only real means of changing our situation I predict a great realignment of the cosmos friends or more of the same it can go either way but still I insist that although this night is ending a bright new day is just ahead Thanks for listening. Deep Night with Dale is independently produced by James Bewley. He's gotten used to answering to the name Dale when people see him. Season 11 podcast icon by Candace Brorsma. Season 11 podcast theme by Zach Gabbard. Music heard throughout the show by the talented roster at Howler Hills Farm in Ohio. Season 11 poster artwork contributed by illustrators Catherine Lamb, Maria Wen, Scott Balmer, Ronald Horn Industries, and Laurent Rybick. Please remember to subscribe, rate, and review this show on Apple Podcasts. Even if you listen on some other fine platform, zip over there and leave us a couple of stars. Uh, the show is weekly with live events every other month at the Slipper Room in Manhattan on the Lower East Side. Thank you for listening and for your kind support. Now with Gaia's blessings, let's seal the portal.